listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight Case Keenum, now a member of the Denver Broncos, taking across the league with our great friend Nick Ferguson, the former Bronco safety. Nick, always a pleasure. Final edition of the program, so we are playing the hits for the final time on this outstanding show. Tell me if you believe Case Keenum can virtually duplicate what he did last year. Was last season in Minnesota an aberration or perhaps an indication that he has transformed his career and he can jumpstart the Denver offense? For me, uh, gentlemen, thanks for having me on. Uh, When I look at Case Keenum, he's definitely shown over the years that he's gotten better as a quarterback. And I don't look at last season as an aberration. I look at it as a situation where both quarterback and offensive coordinator was on the same page. So now it's up to Bill Musgrave to now try to duplicate what Pat Sherman was able to do with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you look at the fact of the, the, the bevy of weapons that Case Keenum now walks into with the Denver Broncos organization, and Emmanuel Sanders and Damaris Thomas, two wide receivers coming into this season, feel as though they've been overlooked. Or when, in the discussion, when you talk about great wide receivers in this league, because they had a Trevor Simeon, because they had Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch, and it was a revolving door of quarterbacks, they felt as though they didn't really get a chance to show the league what they can do collectively as a tandem. But now Case Keenum is in the building. They would definitely get that opportunity. And they do have a ground game with Devontae Booker and C.J. Anderson. So, you know, while a lot of individuals are not high on Case Keenum, they were waiting for the other shoe to drop. And even Coach Zimmer himself really wasn't high on Case Keenum. He's in the right place with the Denver Broncos for the right price. Now they can go out and shore up that defense and go get a couple more weapons for Case Keenum to be successful this season. I know some, Nick, are, are banking on them grabbing a quarterback at the fifth spot, but if they've given him $25 million bucks guaranteed to me, which is the equivalent of a franchise tag for quarterbacks, uh, guaranteed money of the 36 that they're giving him over two years, you know, you wonder if there is a back sitting there, whether it's a Nick Chubbs. I don't think Saquon Barkley may be there. Do you think you see this team maybe because C.J. Anderson, he's getting a little he's getting a little bigger. He's not he's not as lean as he once was, but they may not actually grab a quarterback. They may grab an offensive lineman to help shore up Case Keenum and what he's capable of doing. And most importantly, I think for these receivers that you just mentioned, he throws a nice football. Playing a former, being a former receiver in my first year in the National Football League, when a quarterback can throw a nice football, I don't care how bad your routes are, it really makes life much easier. And I think over the past couple of years, they struggled with having a quarterback that they can that can get the ball to them. One thing they can do, or Cordell, is they they do have some options now that they've signed uh, Case Keenum. I know there's been a lot of talk about Baker Mayfield. They went to his workout before. Uh, going back to Denver to just kind of present uh, and be there with uh, Case Keenum. So to me, that could be a lot of fluff. That can have a lot of teams that were looking at, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield saying, well, listen, if the Broncos are willing to take him at five, maybe we need to move up. So now the Broncos are just kind of tossing that out there to see if uh, individuals are going to bite. And you're right. C.J. Anderson, you know, he's had some injury uh, difficulties over his career. He's not that kind of uh, slashing back that you want. So uh, the Denver Broncos needing, you know, maybe adding running back help with a guy named out of UGA, Sony Michelle, or they can stay with 
with UGA and get Isaiah Wynn, the offensive tackle, that would definitely uh, shore up that offensive line and help Case Keenan because we saw last season it didn't make a difference who was back there uh, taking snaps for the Broncos. Uh, that quarterback was at the mercy of that, that pass rush. So the Broncos have a lot of options now that they signed Case Keenum. They don't necessarily have to go out and get a quarterback. They have Chad Kelly and Paxton Lynch. You develop those two guys and let Paxton Lynch develop under Case Keenum, now you have an opportunity to go out once again and grab some other pieces and make that team more competitive. Taking you around the league with Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Let's focus on another one of your former teams, the Jets. I like the pickup of Teddy Bridgewater. It's low risk financially as Gang Green wants to find out he's fully healthy coming back from the devastating knee injury. Nick, who's the starter week one? The veteran Josh McCown, are you riding with Teddy B? Now, I'm going to ride with Josh. Last year, Josh did a, a great job in spot duty and, until he got injured. And even when he was injured, you know, he was there on the sideline rooting his uh, teammates on, trying to get them uh, going. And you can say almost in, in kind of a, a coaching type of uh, a way, something he's probably going to do after he finished playing. But, yeah, you got to go with Josh McCown. He is the veteran, and Teddy has a certain skill set, but he's coming off an of injury. We know what he's like when he's healthy. So now – the Jets are in a great position themselves. They don't really have to go out and get a quarterback in the draft. They can if they if they want to. But you got two proven quarterbacks that can that can get it done. Now that's not to say that either one of these quarterbacks are going to put up Drew Brees type numbers. But you you know that these two guys are very reliable. They're not going to turn the ball over. And all it is right now for Todd Bowles and Mike McCagney is surrounding them with some players, some playmakers. I mean, this team. Uh, definitely has a great young defense. Even, you know, you look at the statistics on both sides of the ball, they rounded at the bottom uh, in, in all types of categories, but they're now putting some pieces together. They have some money. So, to me, I, I like the pickups. I like the signing of Josh McCow. Uh, you know, Tremaine Johnson adding him and Maurice Claiborne. That, now that gives them some options where they can go out in the draft and maybe, you know, get a wide receiver, get another offensive line, get another uh, linebacker for the second level of that defense. So, I like what they're doing so far with Gang Green. Nick, if you look at this Detroit Lions team within that division, because I know there's going to be the conversation of this team in the Minnesota Vikings with now with Kirk Cousins as opposed to Case Keenum. is It's a team to beat, not just in the division, but maybe even in the NFC. Uh, but when you look at how Detroit played them last year, and, and I'm going to coach Matt Patricia, who's now the head coach, who we know was a defensive guru there in New England. You had this Detroit team that went on Vikings, this Detroit Lions team went on the road to play against the Vikings and beat them 14-17 and lost to them at home 30-23. to Give me your take with Matthew Stafford playing the way he's been playing since he's gotten in the National Football League. How much better would this football team get from a head coaching standpoint and, and, and just trying to buy into, let's just say, the, the Patriots way and compare that to what's going to take place with the Minnesota Vikings adding Kirk Cousins? Well, considering the fact that you now have uh, the person, two individuals who spent time with the Patriots organization, now just trying to run things and right the ship in Detroit, there's a lot of possibilities. But here's what you got to take a look at. Matthew Savage, as great as he's been as a you know, payday to show that. The problem is no balance. When you know he's going to throw the ball, there's certain ways you can defend him, and that's going to happen now. You're going to see with a lot of teams, especially in the division, but they need to go out and get someone who can at least give them 75 yards on the ground. If they can do that, now we're not just talking about, you know, an aberration. I know B. Webb likes to toss that word out. 
Anomaly, fact, Nick. Be, Use anomaly, uh, too. It's a big anomaly. word Friday. Okay, <laughs> now, correction. Anomaly. The fact of being the Vikings last year, but you want to beat a team twice in one season to win the division. So you need balance at the running back position. So you know Matt Patricia is going to go out and he's going to try to find ways to shore up that defense. Ziggy Ansah, there were several teams that wanted Ziggy Ansah, but they found a way to keep him in the building. Patricia understands defense. It didn't look like it in the Super Bowl when the Patriots were playing uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, but he understands defense. He understands what he needs to do to be successful and to help, help his quarterback, Matthew Stafford, be successful. So now go out and get some pieces on defense. But more importantly, go in this draft. There's, a, there's, a, there's several talented running backs that are not named Saquon Barkley that he can go out and give – to Matthew Stafford so he can give him a little balance as a quarterback. He's loquacious. He's our good friend, Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Let me take it to Arizona. Sam Bradford, when healthy, has been efficient, but you know the pushback. He's always hurt. The combination of Sam Bradford and Mike Lennon, is that the best Arizona could do under center? Well, well apparently uh, that's what they thought. Uh, that When I look at the free agent signings, that was the one that had me shaking my head because – you go and you ask Tyron Matthews, who uh, is very versatile. He gives you so much on the defensive side of the ball. You ask him to take a pay cut so you can go sign Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon. What is that sending type of message you're sending to your organization? But more important, what is the type of message you're sending to a guy like Larry Fitzgerald, who was kind of a couple footsteps away from retiring? These are the two guys. So I go from Carson Palmer to Blaine Garrett to Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon, this is not a winning recipe, gentlemen, when you look at what the other teams within that division are doing. Seattle's trying to clean house and get uh, become more young and explosive. The Rams have retooled. They've added Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. And then you look at what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, what they're doing in San Francisco. So to me, it's like, is this organization setting themselves up for failure, that's what it definitely looks like when you go in a direction and grab those two guys at quarterback. Marcus Peters, as well as Aqib Tlaib, who you mentioned, how good is this football team now offensively? Led the league when it came to scoring points per game. Defensively, one of the most complex, considering Wade Phillips and what he loves to do as far as trickery is concerned. But there's no trick in the game now. You have arguably two of the most solid corners, especially Marcus Peters, uh, away from having a chance to get back into the postseason and scare some football teams. Yeah, it's a very talented, you know, duo at the cornerback position, very volatile at the same time. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wade kind of finds that, that right mix to kind of keep these guys, you know, corralled and on the right track. But if he can do that, now you're talking about having two bookend corners where you can shut down teams on the outside. And I, I've said it before in the program, Aaron Donald can now eat. Now you can get at the quarterback's throat because that quarterback is going to stand there. He's going to pat his hand, one 1,000, two 1,000. And knowing as though those windows are going to be really tight, it's going to make it really difficult. So I like what the Rams uh, were definitely doing because now they create their own matchup problems. Instead of allowing the offense to dictate the pace to the defense, now they can dictate to you where you can go with the ball. And it's going to be fun to watch those two guys get after this season. Nick has mentioned historic program, the last edition of NFL No Huddle. Our sincere thanks for your availability, filling in for Cordell, all the great work and time you put into this program. I'm sure we'll be chatting with you in the not-too-distant future. Have a great weekend. I will. Thanks, guys, for always having me on. Love you, too. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.